Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Bat Bandit, Season 2, Episode 50, it's a WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap, that's right, 50 episodes this season, we are going, and have been going, gangbusters, in fact we're getting very close, I reckon, uh, we're approaching the triple digits, so uh, I will look into that, give you a bit of an update either the next episode or the episode after that, uh, but we've got to be approaching the uh, the ton, the raising the bat, the, uh, the big hungy, but uh, nonetheless, I digress. So without, uh, if you haven't already, please do not forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram, but also tell your mates, tell your friends, tell all your colleagues about it. Uh, keep spreading that word that um, we're... With a little engine that could, with a WA, you know, domestic domestic sporting gurus, uh, we give you all the intel about how our teams are going here in WA, and also we have a mad AFL footy focus on Thursdays too. So without further ado, let's start off with the AFLW as we do most weeks, and we're going to begin with the Fremantle Dockers. Look at taken to the ground. What a tackle from Tuhaka Reina on her debut. Will she create a goal? Antonio's got some wheels. She'll take them on. Banana along the ground. Oh. The beater it does. What a remarkable goal to get us started. How do you like it? Ebony Antonio. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just not getting much better for them. Um, however, I will say that this was a much, much better performance against a very good opposition in the Western Bulldogs on a Friday night all the way at Icon Park. So they lost 3-2-20 to 3-5-23. So they were in it right up until their eyeballs. And going into the last turn... They were up by five points, but they couldn't add to their tally. And they conceded one goal to in the final uh, quarter to give up a great opportunity at that first win. But uh, they've made lots and lots of inroads and big progress. They did, however, uh, got smashed in the contested possessions. They lost that by 29. And they also equally got smashed in uncontested possessions by 45. But they got back to what they did what they did and do really well. They won the tackles by 17. So they're actually well, they're winless now after three rounds, and that's the first time that, that has happened to Fremantle since 2017. So uh, this is just to show you the kind of dominance um, that they've had uh, on the AFLW for such a long period of time. Uh, once again, it was Kiara Bowers. Uh, she had 17 disposals, eight clearances, nine tackles, and Haley Miller, who had 16 disposals and seven tackles, also that did most of the heavy lifting. So not too much to add there. Um, you know, d- despite the fact that it was really close, uh, they got killed in contested ball, but also uncontestable too. So, not too many positives. Um, however, of course, the fact that you're only losing by three points to a team that uh, th- that is sitting quite high uh, in the, in the Premiership mix. In fact, they're sitting fourth, the Western Bulldogs. Um, so that they're undefeated. They're three from three. Uh, a a terrific team, but uh, they they just need to sort of. Keep looking, keep looking upwards, keep looking onwards, and you know, obviously, you know, look to their next match. And speaking of, uh, their next match uh, is actually going to be on Saturday, September seventeen. Uh, they're going to be playing Carlton at twelve o five p.m. at Fremantle Oval. So yet another opportunity to you know start clean, start from zero zero, and hopefully they can build some momentum 
get a get a much needed win to you know get their season back up and running and who knows what happens after that but for now we're going to leave the Frio Dockers and are going to move on to the West Coast Eagles women's so one thing you got to do you be on the move as a forward hooker throws it on the boot over the head of Van Dyke she's under the pump now Schmidt with a snap Schmidt's all class and there is no substitute for class yeah, well, this was not pretty at all, unfortunately, from a West Coast women's side of things. They lost 4-8-32 to 13-6-84 to a new team in the competition as well in the Essendon Bombers. I will say, though, they recruited exceptionally. They have picked up some r- terrific and remarkable players, and they are, you know, just storming this competition incredibly well. Uh, West Coast, they conceded five goals and four goals across the first two quarters. And whilst only losing the second half by nine points, the damage was well and truly done in the first, where they failed to score a goal and they conceded the first nine goals. They only had three less inside 50s, which makes it even more frustrating, but it was a superior 69% inside 50 efficiency. You just don't see those kind of numbers from Essendon that allowed them to dominate. Uh, Unfortunately, also West Coast, they conceded uh, six more marks inside 50 and had way less hands on the ball, both in contested possessions and uncontested possessions. But with the clearances uh, only being a difference of one, that, that they had one less, the centre clearances being even, and actually won the tackles by 12, is all about what they did with the ball, or maybe more so what they didn't do with it, uh, not hitting targets, uh, and just more so not getting your hands on the ball after losing both contested and uncontested. Captain Emma Swanson, she was terrific yet again. She had 25 disposals, 6 marks and 8 clearances. Whilst Emma McCarthy's all-round game of 1 goal 1, 15 disposals, 5 tackles and clear and 4 clearances was well served. And as was Ella Roberts, 17 disposals, 13 of them being contested and 5 clearances. Excuse me. So very similar to Fremantle. All they can do is just look ahead. But it uh, doesn't get any easier. Are they next face? GWS on the road at Giants Stadium next Saturday. And this is all on the back of a six-day break. And just for context, uh, GWS, uh, they had a huge win uh, just recently. But uh, that was only their first win. So maybe maybe they're gettable. But uh, they're certainly going to have to play a lot better uh, than what they dished up on the weekend, um, kicking four goals eight. Uh, so yeah, and you know, a 69% inside 50 efficiency, just unreal and incredible for Essendon, but uh, it seems like there wasn't too much pressure going on there, and uh, they sort of had, they had the ball to themselves, so yeah, they definitely have to tidy that up, and they've got to do it quickly. Alright, we're going to leave it for the West Coast Eagles women, and we're going to now move on to the Perth Wildcats. To the hiss, listen to the growl. Perth Wildcats are on the prowl. Can you feel the heat? Listen to their feet, tearing up the cotton, building up the heat. Here we come. Oh no, here we come. Oh no, here we come. Yeah, Perth Wildcats are on the prowl. Watch out if you're in the way. Yes, they're on the prowl indeed, and uh, pre-season has started, because they actually had two pre-season, pre-season games over the weekend. Uh, they were both against Adelaide. One was in Eton. Uh, that's right. Uh, they're going. They're hitting the country. Uh, they're hitting the southwest. Uh, so the first one was in Eton on Friday night, and the second one was in Joondalup, uh, and that, that was yesterday on uh, September 11. 
and the Friday was September 9. So, um, and th- those those games were announced on our socials um, for the s- specific game times. Just a quick reminder as well that the NBL Blitz will actually be taking place next week too, where they'll play games against Cairns, South East Melbourne and Melbourne United. Uh, just quickly before we come to the results of those preseason games that they had against Adelaide on an off-court uh, kind of announcement, HIF, they've confirmed their continued partnership for the 11th season and they've actually been a proud sponsor since 2013. And as a diamond partner, the logo has prime position on the back of all of their jerseys. Now, they won their first practice game all the way back on Friday night against Adelaide in Eton. They won that 98 to 87. Uh, with Luke Travers, he was the highlight for 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 steals. Um, after they were actually down by 1 point at halftime, alongside new recruit Tashawn to, uh, to Thomas, who had 19 points, 4 rebounds, and shot of 8 of 11. They did, however, lose the rebound count 32 to 45, but shot at 53% to 41% from the field. And going to yesterday's game, uh, the second game that they played against Adelaide, they won 97 uh, to 91. At halftime, Luke Travers was picking up where he left off uh, from his first game. He had nine points, three rebounds, four steals, and a block uh, in the first half. But uh, the main man was uh, one of their key import signings in Brady Manak. He had 15 points and five rebounds. So they actually won the game 97 to 91 so nice clean sweep of those practice matches not official preseason matches just practice matches uh against adelaide so well done and adelaide certainly are a team that uh that are on the mix and on the up although i will say that i don't know whether all of their uh key recruits were actually playing so for perth it's now 20 days until their preseason until their season begins sorry so there's still plenty to learn build a gel and grow in confidence during all those preseason games that they've played already but also have coming up in uh in of course the nbl blitz nbl blitz in just over a week's time all right so enough from the uh, perth wildcats good start uh good good couple of wins and good building of the confidence but we're now going to go to the round ball game and that's uh, going to be us having a chat and discussing the perth glory <laughs> All right, so uh, onto the glory. They've actually added and signed young Socceroo central midfielder Zach Duncan for next season um, as a loan from Danish Superliga club AGF. Uh, he was the Brisbane Rawls youth team championship winning captain all the way back in 2018 uh, before debuting for the A-League team and then moving to Denmark the following year. And in addition to this, they've also added New South Wales NPL player Jacob Medouse to a one-year scholarship deal. Last season for the Broadmeadow Magic, he actually kicked 12, go- 12 goals in 15 games. And he can also, he's quite versatile, I guess you'd call him a utility. He can play as a forward, a wide midfielder, and a left back. Uh, going to another scratch match that, that they played, they had actually a nil-all draw versus Central Coast on Thursday in Gosford. So a really good test. And even though it's two nil-all draws in a row, uh, one against Central Coast and the other that they played against Inglewood United, uh, the previous games that Central Coast uh, ha- had played, it's actually a really good result because they beat Melbourne City 2-0, they beat MacArthur 4-0. <coughs> Excuse me. And they actually came back to draw 3 all with Sydney with only 10 men. So the fact that you can keep a team like that that can score goals <coughs> and seems to be dominating some really quality opposition, I think is a terrific result for them. 
So again, they're still building, very similar to the Perth Wildcats. We're working on that, uh, we're trying to gel, trying to build on those combinations, learn, and sort of just growing confidence, really, during all the preseason games. Uh, the coach used all 10 of his substitutes in the final half hour of the match. Uh, unsure when uh, their next preseason game is going to be coming up, so we'll do some investigating and we'll put that up on our socials in due course. But it's actually just one month to go until their opening game on Sunday, October 9, versus the Western Sydney Wanderers at Combank Stadium. So they're in a really good spot. Uh, you know, they're sort of building okay. 4-0 win uh, up against Perth Soccer Club. They had a nil or draw against Inglewood United and another nil or draw against Central Coast just last Thursday. But uh, they're doing okay. They've had lots and lots of players that left, but lots of new players come in. And they're still signing a couple as they go, but I think they're in a good spot. So, of course, we ha- we'll have to wait until uh, until they hit the pitch and, uh, and obviously the, the ball is kicked off, but uh, they're going okay. I like the signs coming out of Perth Glory. I like Ruben Zakovic. Uh, I think he's a great appointment, and we're just going to see how it all unfolds from there. But from a Perth Glory perspective, and for the rest of it, we're out for now. Okay, that's it. We're done. We're dusted. That was Bat Banter Season 2, Episode 50, the WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. If you haven't already, do not forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. And whether you're listening in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, it's been an absolute privilege, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll touch base with all of our WA teams on the domestic sporting scene next week.